Ticket stubs and cassette tapes. I'm Andy and I am your host. Hey, look, I put out a new episode last night, or it really it came out this morning, so today it'll it'll be yesterday as you're listening. If you listen to this the day it comes out. And I reviewed the uh season three finale of The Mandalorian. I reviewed the new Netflix Power Rangers movie. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once and always. Last weekend we did Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Uh, We did Super Mario Brothers. We did the Star Wars movie announcement. So I've done quite a bit here lately and I know I said I was going to release bi-weekly. But hey, I want to release at least bi-weekly. I think all these extra episodes when you know I just get something in my head that I want to talk about. That really makes it worth it for me just to you know, be able to jump on and and talk about a topic that I'm really interested in. And today was Saturday, April the 23rd. Um, and it, and really, you know, I went to the movie theater today. I ended up actually just going back to see, uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie with, uh, my family. And so didn't see anything new. Uh, did enjoy the movie again, a second time. I don't know if I enjoyed it as much as I did the first time, but it's a it's a fun little movie. I, you know, how this movie's going to make a billion dollars, I'm not sure. Not to say that it's bad or that's a negative towards it in any way whatsoever. It's just, um, you know, I think that shows how big the Nintendo, uh, you know, specifically Mario property is. You know, that's really a testament to how strong that property is and how you know, ready people were for, uh, you know, a Super Mario Brothers movie and, you know, more movies within that world, to be quite honest. So, you know, good for them, good for them at, for having the success in this movie. But I'm not on here to talk about, uh, you know, a review for, for any new movie. I don't have anything new. I'm not going to do a classic movie today. Today is... A topic, or actually a couple topics, I'm interested in. the 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 first being why we should avoid spoilers and why spoilers are a big deal. There is context as to why I'm talking about this, and I'll explain that in a minute. The second topic I wanted to talk about was I really just wanted to look at some of the other movies we have coming out soon this year. Um, I think we have a pretty good slate. It's been, you know. We've had some some pretty decent movies this year. We've had some not so great movies this year that I've talked about some, but um, you know, there's some that have come out that I've yet to even see. You know, I want to see the Evil Dead, uh, the new Evil Dead. I want to see uh, Renfield. Um, you know, even going back to earlier in the year, I, I still have yet to see Knock at the Cabin. I mean, I, I you know. Typically, if, if it's an M. Night Shyamalan film, I try to see it because I was such a fan of his, you know, in the early 2000s when he was putting out, you know, such great movies or what I believe to be such great movies. You know, you may feel differently. But anyway, I have some catching up to do on some films. Um, but there are projects coming up that I'm excited about. So I would like to jump into that as well in sort of the second half here. Don't know how long I'm going to go today. I'm just kind of going to talk until I'm tired of talking. So um, hopefully you enjoy just a fun little uh, discussion here. And uh, that sort of reminds me, we're, we are on Facebook, we are on Twitter. I've talked about this every episode, Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes. Hey, look, guys. If you are listening to the podcast consistently, and I know 
some of you are. I can see it. Um, uh, you know, I, I know that we've got quite a, a few followers out there, and uh, I think I'm pretty sure some of you have found your way over here from the last uh, version of the podcast we had out, um, which is great. I'm glad to see it. I'm glad to see those numbers going up and you guys finding your way back. Um, if you are listening, be sure to follow us on the socials, not just because I want or we want any sort of uh, recognition um, by having a large following on social media, but it's going to be a great way for us to have a discussion for you guys to send in questions or topics that we can talk about. And I really, really want to do that. I'm, I'm um, looking forward to that portion of the podcast that we've yet to get to do. We've had some, uh, a few things thrown our way that I've talked about before, but um, I really want to do full out discussions and topics like this tonight would be perfect for that. So go find us on social media. Like I said, Facebook, Twitter, Ticket Stubs, and Cassette Tapes. You'll see our logo, the same logo that's on your podcast. And give us a follow there. All right, let's jump into it. Spoilers. Um, now, as I said, there there is context for this topic. Um, why we should avoid spoilers. Why we as moviegoers should avoid them. And some of you are sitting there thinking, well, that's just obvious. Of, of course I'm going to avoid spoilers. You have to understand not everybody thinks that way. And there's a, quite a lot of people who actively seek out spoilers or seek out leaks or seek out, uh, you know, when a movie leaks, they, they seek it out um, to try and watch a really, really crappy version of it online. And, you know, I'm a big, obviously, movie fan. I'm a big um, fan of, you know, that side of entertainment because it's an experience and that's kind of the key word to all of this is it's such a great experience sitting in that movie theater um and watching a movie specifically for the first time and it being something that is really good and it's developing and the story's there and the characters are there and you're watching it all unfold and you're glued to the screen there's not many things better in this life um, than than having that enjoyment of watching a movie. It's it's the biggest reason why I started this channel. I mean, I'm I'm such a big fan of that. I love watching movies at home. You know, I love you know the comfort of it. I love being able to sit back, recliner, you know, flip to what I want to watch, turn it on, be able to get up and pause it and go to the bathroom whenever I need to, or go get you know, a snack or whatever, sure, but it will never beat a movie theater, ever. That that experience will never be beaten. And how does this tie back into the spoiler discussion? Well, here's the thing. And I'm just kind of, I'm going to lead to this, lead with this, and then I'm going to go back to my context for this topic. Whenever you or whenever you know spoilers, whenever spoilers are shown to you, that automatically changes your experience with the movie before you ever set foot in the theater, and there's nothing that you can do to get it back. You can never get what would have been your full experience of seeing the movie uh, pretty much blind and just going in and getting that, getting the movie and the story given to you the way that the, the creators of the movie intended for you to, to get it. That's gone forever once you get spoilers. There's You can never get it back. It's kind of like seeing a movie, f f you know, for the first time. There's only one seeing the movie for the first time. Once that's happened, you can't go back and see the movie for the first time again. That doesn't mean that the movie isn't great if you love it every other time that you see it. But there's never going to be another seeing it for the first time again. All right, so let me get in my context here for all this. You guys know, for those of you who are new to the podcast, uh, welcome, and here's a little lesson for you. 
I'm a massive, massive Ghostbusters fan. The 1984 Ghostbusters is my favorite film of all time. I think it's a perfect blend of comedy, horror, science fiction. I think there's great writing. I think that the characters are extremely lovable. I think that the special effects are great and they hold up for the most part. I think that the story is is so engaging and, and it's just you get all sort of this crazy stuff going on in the film, but it works. And it was such a leap of faith to making that movie and, you know, the hopes that it would work, but it worked perfectly. And it became this huge film to the point where there's only been two films up until 2016, but it was still a well-known franchise. When you see that no ghost ghostbusters logo, that's one of the most recognized logos in all of the world. And so, um, it's my, it's my favorite film of all time. I'm just giving you context here. For those of you who don't know, and you should, they are making a, a currently filming a fourth Ghostbusters movie, um, a sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife, which came out a couple of years ago. If you haven't seen it, you should. If you haven't seen the original two, you should. Um, so they're, they're currently filming that, that, that movie in London. Uh, Yesterday as I'm filming a couple of days ago, as you're listening, if you're listening to this on the day it releases, um, there were some set photos released and there were two things in those photos. One was a person, one was um a um a uh an, an I'll say an item or a something that was in the photo um these things were spoilers okay uh, for obvious reasons I'm not going to say what they were but these things were spoilers um now both of these things might not be spoilers come release day both of these things could easily be put in a trailer in one of the trailers i could see it and honestly i would be kind of surprised if they didn't put these spoilers in the uh trailer and then sort of it becomes sort of not as much of a spoiler right and for some of you you may not even want to watch trailers so you know to each his own. I, I personally have to watch at least a couple of trailers. I hate watching anything after that because that's when they really just start giving the movie away to get people to the theater um, most of the time. But, yeah. And, and here's the thing. Those photos were leaked all over Reddit. They were leaked from um, a UK news paper, a news source. Um, so they got out there, not on a huge scale, but they got out there easily accessible. I belong to some Ghostbusters groups, um, on Facebook, on other social media sites. They got out there through that. A lot of people have been spoiled on some stuff and the people who did the spoiling seemingly have, you know, no idea that, or had no idea that uh, people didn't want to know these things. People didn't want to know spoilers. And that goes back to what I was saying a few minutes ago. Some people, you'll see them all over Reddit, all over social media, actively seek this stuff out, and they want to know it. They want everything. They want the entire plot because they have no patience. They just want to know it before... Uh, they get to the movie theater, and part of it is a lot of people just want to know so they can hold it over people's heads. Oh, I know what happens. Oh, this movie's—I already know it's bad. Oh, I already know it's going to be great. I know what—I know it. You know, I know what 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 happens. People kind of want that. You know, they kind of want to be on that high horse over people and say, "Oh, I—I I already know." You're still waiting, but I already know. And then, like I said, you have people who just have no patience. Well, here's the thing. Like I said, I genuinely feel sorry for those people, okay? And I'm not saying, okay, like the people who spoiled it for me for this particular movie, you know, they, 
I could tell they kind of felt bad after the fact. Like they didn't know that people were going to get upset. They didn't know. Um, I don't think they meant anything, you know, mean by it. I don't, I don't, I don't think they meant any harm. I think they were just genuinely thought it would excite people. And, um, to be fair, it wasn't a big plot spoiler or anything like that. It was just something that I personally didn't want to know uh, unless they gave it to us in a trailer. And if they give it to you in a trailer, maybe that means it's not that significant. But like I said, I think some, for some people, I think they do it on purpose for some, I, I don't think they do. And, um, either way, going back to my original point, I think it it completely changes your experience going into the movie. Um, and so that kind of sucks. That kind of sucks. If this, if these spot, uh, spoilers that I know for this movie, and I'm just using this movie as an example because, um, it's just recent. This though, you know, this is the context I have at the moment. If the spoilers that I know, aren't in the trailer and I get to release day and I just know these things, I'm going to be a little upset <laughs> to be honest. Not, not really, not, not over the top upset or anything like that. It's just going to kind of suck that I know something that I could have gone in clean on. Um, you know, it's kind of like with, um, Spider-Man no way home. I wish we would have known less than we did. But everybody knew that the Spider-Men were going to be in that movie. All of them, you know. And wouldn't it have been really cool if we would have just not known that and showed up to the movie theater and all of a sudden Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire step out of those portals and we're like losing our minds. Even though it was great anyway. But wouldn't it have been cool if we just didn't even know it? So sometimes I think that we forget how um, how much better our experience could be if we just stopped looking for spoilers and stopped spreading them. Why am I so passionate about this? Because sometimes I go to movies with people and I have one experience and I see that they just don't have the same experience. And the reason is because I went in blind and they knew everything about the movie before they saw it. You know, I remember back when Avengers Endgame came out I had a, a friend who, massive Marvel fan, definitely a bigger Marvel fan than I was, but I was really excited for Endgame like anybody else was. I loved Infinity War, and you know I thought what Marvel had built up to at that point was really exciting, and I wanted to see the end of it like everybody else, or the end of that phase of Marvel anyway. A couple of days, now we had tickets for, I think, opening day of, of the movie. A couple of days before that movie released, the entire movie leaked online on some, you know, pirate service, um, you know, and it was like a really, really, really crappy version of the movie, right? It was filmed on a screen. You had a watermark in the middle. The audio was terrible. It cut out at certain parts. Now, I don't know because I didn't ever see it, but this is what he told me. Um, and he watched the entire movie like that. And then when we went in to see Endgame, the entire theater, including me, was going nuts at certain parts and just having the time of our lives. And I could tell, just looking over him a few times, I could tell he was, it was almost, he was almost bothered. He was irked. Because he saw everybody else having such this, you know, this great experience with each other. This great experience of seeing this movie on the big screen with the loudspeakers in a dark theater full of people and everybody enjoying this together. And he, he lost that experience before he ever got there because he knew what was going to happen. And we were all on the edge of our seats together waiting to see what happened next. And then when we came out of the theater, he actually verbalized it. He said, yeah, I really wish I wouldn't have watched that movie beforehand because it kind of tainted my experience. Now, he still loved the movie, but it, it completely changed his experience. Now, I recognize that 
statistics say that some of you who are listening are probably the type of person I'm talking about. The kind who looks up spoilers, actively wants to know things. And so you might just be listening to this going, well, I don't know about Look, I'm telling you right now. If you're that kind of person, do yourself a favor. Stop right now. And then whatever the next four or five movies you are really want to see in theaters are, go in blind. Go see all of them blind. Okay? Don't even watch a trailer if you can refrain from it. I know it's hard. I've only done it a few times in my life. But don't go in cold. Don't look for spoilers. Stay off of social media when it comes to, you know, the movies and, and looking up stuff. And go in cold. And see if you don't have a better experience for having done that. I guarantee you will. I guarantee it. Um, some of you may think that this is, you know, a pointless topic or, you know, it really doesn't matter that much. And look, within the scheme of life, no, it doesn't matter all that much. But... We talk movies here, and this is a big topic when it comes to movies. Spoilers are huge when it comes to movies. Can you imagine back in, you know, the early 80s when, uh, oh, excuse me, the late 70s when Empire Strikes Back came out, if the internet would have been around and Darth Vader being Luke's father would have just scattered on the internet and so many people knew it before they went in, that would have completely changed that movie forever. I mean, people didn't know. Think about that. People did not know, and they lined up for blocks to get into these movie theaters to see The Empire Strikes Back, and they got in there, and they saw that on the big screen within the context of the rest of the movie, not having known it beforehand. I mean, how awesome is that? How awesome is that? Like, think about that. People just, I'm sure there were a few people who knew, but I mean, there were actors, people who worked on the movie in great detail who didn't know this. <laughs> they kept it so secretive. With the internet, that would have been impossible. I think, I think honestly, it would have been impossible. Somebody would have put it out there. I mean, when you look at the Star Wars sequel trilogy, not that there was any. Vader father type reveals in the sequel trilogy. Um, I think every one of those scripts leaked for every single movie in the sequel trilogy. Um, so that just goes to show you how far we've come, you know, but, uh, sorry, it's a little, you know, ramblish, uh, Again, it's just a topic that I wanted to jump on and talk about and something that I'm passionate about. I think that I think that the 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 movie community would be just a little better off if we would stop indulging in the spoilers and stop spreading them. And I don't have to tell you for those of you who are going to jump on our social media pages, for those of you listening, I'm not ever going to share the spoilers leaks. I'm just not going to um is it hard for me to stay away from them sometimes? Yeah, sure. Because I'm a huge fan of certain things. And I want to know as much as I can. But you got to wait for the movie. Just wait for the movie. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You will be thankful that you did. Every single time. You'll be thankful. I've had a couple of movies from big franchises that I'm a huge fan of. Uh, that I've had the opportunity at certain points to know in the entire plot if I wanted to. And I'm proud of myself for refraining. A couple of those movies weren't great anyway, but a couple of them were really good, and I'm super thankful that I refrained. So give it a shot. Give it a shot if you never have. Go in cold to a movie. All right, guys, let's move to the to the next topic here. Uh, you know, I said I want to talk about some upcoming projects. I want to start with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, as we're sitting here today, as you would be listening if you're listening to this on release day, it's April 24th. Um, 
Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 comes out May 5th. Um, I I would consider myself a, a, a pretty big fan of the Guardians movies. I think that I think that the first two are really good. I think that you know you, I've heard some people say they really don't like Guardians two. I've heard some people say they love Guardians two. Um, so you kind of get you know both sides of it there. I personally love the both. I don't know. Love's a strong word, but I really like the first two Guardians movies. I think that. Um, they're well made. The characters are likable. Um, so, you know, am I excited for this one? Yeah. I know it's going to be the last one. We'll see what that means for the MCU and these characters that are a part of this. I know that there's already been a couple of people, I believe, in the cast who have already made mention this is going to be it for them. So it'll be um, interesting to see how they play that out in the MCU and, and um how those characters exit, but I'm excited for this one. I think that it's going to be pretty good. I I think that I think that most people think this is going to be pretty good. So it it's kind of in those one of those situations where it it almost feels like it's going to be a disappointment um, because it's built up uh, so much. Uh, the trailers look good. You know, we'll see we'll see what it produces. Chris Pratt's going to be on another world if this movie opens and does incredible because you know the success with the mario movie this is a man that needed that after the last uh, jurassic world film that came out um what does it mean for the mcu simply because the mcu has kind of been up and down lately and by up and down i mean mostly down a lot of it's been disappointing I know that we have the Jonathan Major stuff going on right now. I'm going to stay away from that. There's plenty, plenty of people out there talking about it. Plenty of news, plenty of details. If you want that stuff, you can get it somewhere else. I just don't want to jump into that kind of stuff here. That's not what this is for. Um, I don't have an opinion on it one way or the other. I'm sure that they'll, Marvel's going to do whatever they're going to do. And we'll see what the result of that is. And, uh, again, I'm just going to stay away from it. But as far as the movies themselves and, and what we've gotten, like I said, I mean, there's been large parts of it, large parts of it that has been disappointing. So, honestly, I think the MCU needs Guardians to do well. If this movie bombs, it's not going to be good for you know any upcoming projects because now all of a sudden, I feel like you're going to have a magnifying glass on every single thing in Marvel. And is it good? Is it great? Are we losing that magic? Because that's kind of the big discussion right now. Is Marvel losing its magic? So they kind of need this movie to do really well. But let's not spend the whole time on a Marvel movie here. We'll move on. Fast X comes out on May 19th. Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I've seen about one and a half Fast and the Furious movies in my lifetime. The whole, um, we're guys with fast cars and there's women and there's, we got guns and, uh, you know, there's, I don't know. I don't know what goes on in these movies. It's just not enticing to me. I don't, I don't really know another way to put it. If you're a big fan of these movies, that's great. That's awesome. I've, I've said before, I don't want to disparage anybody's fandom of anything, um, but they're just not for me. I, I know people who love them. I know people who will show up first day for any one of them. And I have my franchises like that. So I, I certainly don't want to bring anyone down. But they're just not for me. Um, to be quite honest with you, when I watch the trailers for every single one of these that come out, they keep getting more and more out there. I mean, I'm pretty sure this just started with guys racing cars, and now we've got all kinds of crazy stuff going on. So maybe that makes sense within the context of the storyline. I have no idea. I, like, like I said, I know these movies have their fans, but it's just not for me. Um, so I'm kind of going to move on from that. The Little Mermaid, uh, that releases on May 26th. Now kind of like the Jonathan Major stuff. I kind of just want to steer clear of this. Not, not, I, you know, look, I don't want to steer clear of the whole movie because 
that's not fair. Um, I know, I mean, you would have to be living under a rock to not have heard all the controversy surrounding this movie. All right, look. Um, if the movie comes out and it's good, it's good. If the movie comes out and it's bad, it's bad. And I kind of just want to leave it there and move on. Okay. I've talked about it at length in previous episodes. I don't want to take credit away from a movie before it comes out. I don't want to give credit to a movie before it comes out. Wait for the movie to come out, then judge it on its own merits. Uh, It's just, it's uh, this back and forth that we've got going on in Hollywood and uh, fandoms across the the world, and it just seems like it's going to be never-ending. Um... I'll say this, look, if this movie comes out and it's great and it's a really good take on The Little Mermaid and and all that, that's gonna that's awesome. Great for them, honestly, great for them. I grew up with the original Little Mermaid. I know there's a lot of people who love it. Um, so if it comes out and it's great and those people love it, that's awesome. Um, if the movie comes out and it's bad because they honestly tried to make a really good movie that they thought they had a good idea with, a good retelling of the story, and it doesn't work and it's it's just bad, we should leave it at that. If the movie comes out and it's clear that they made this movie so they could switch around and some some characters' races and try to just making the movie for the point of inclusion and it's bad then, yeah, that's pretty dumb on their part. I I agree with that. Um, But I I just don't think we should run it into the ground. I think there's a point where you just kind of move on from it. If you're the type of person who just bashes the movie because certain characters are certain colors, then you should move on from that as well. Just move on and don't see it. Guys, what I'm basically saying here is I'm not taking the side of anybody. I just wish that we as a movie fandom could get past all the stuff that you watch on the network news television channels. I just wish we could get past it. I wish we could get past all the political stuff, but it just kind of seems like we're not going to. Now, I hate that I just spent the last few minutes talking about politics and about Uh, controversial opinions rather than talking about this movie because again I don't want to do this movie any disservice before it releases I'm a firm believer that every movie that comes out needs a fair shot go sit down watch it and give it a fair shot like you would anything else no matter what you think about it beforehand I've done it with some movies that I knew I was going to hate but the minute I walked in and sat down, I left all my reservations at the door, all my preconceived notions or opinions, left them at the door, and I just stared at that screen, and I let them give me the story that they wrote, and my judgment was going to be based upon what I saw in that theater, not what anybody told me beforehand, not any of my beliefs, any of my moral uh, standings, nothing like that. I'm only judging the movie based on what they gave me. And I think that we should do that. I think that we should do that instead of just fighting and uh, rant over. I'm going to move on from this. Um, You may feel strongly about this one way or the other. I personally could not care less. I'm not a big fan of remakes anyway. Look. I'm, as I said, I'm not taking away from this movie. If it's good, it's good. But I'm just, personally, I'm just not a big fan of remakes in general. I don't really see much of a point of them. Um, but will I see this movie? Probably at some point. I don't know that I'll go see this in theaters. I might. I very well might. But um, we'll see. We'll see. We may talk about this movie at a later date on uh, the channel. You may never hear about this movie again on this channel. It, let's just see what happens. June 2nd, we have Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Now, (laughs) there's kind of a trend going on here. I'm in the minority. I didn't love the first Spider-Verse movie. And look, I'll be honest with you. 
the biggest reason for that is the animation style that that movie was made with and that this movie is going to be made with gave me an absolutely massive headache. It gave me the worst migraine of my life, that animation style, to the point where for the first time in my life, I almost got out and walked walked out of the movie theater halfway through. I just couldn't look at the screen anymore. The only reason I didn't is because I had brought my nephew. He, he It was his birthday. He wanted to see it. So I just kind of suffered through it, and I kept my head down for large parts of the movie and just listened to the dialogue because um, it was going to be that type of migraine where I was actually felt like I was going to throw up if I kept watching it. Um, now, that's not to disparage the movie in any way. Um I know people really like it. I just, I, I honestly, guys, could not even give the movie a fair shot because I couldn't watch it. I, it was, it was destroying my eyes uh, to watch it. And I don't know why that is. I don't know if there's any sort of medical term for that. It, that's just how it worked out. So I'm probably going to avoid this movie now. Look, if you're a big fan, I know that people are really excited for this. I'm not really like, a, um. I'm kind of just like the original Spider-Man kind of guy myself. I don't know um, how much, you know, how excited I would be for this anyway. Um, I played the video game, the PS4 video game that came out a few years ago, and I know Miles Morales was in that. Um, and that was a cool game. It was fun to play, but um, story-wise, I just don't know how much I'd be invested anyway. All right, moving on to Transformers Rise of the Beasts. That's scheduled for a June 9th release. Look, I'm going to be honest, and I hate to say something like this, because I know that so many people do, and I don't really just want to pile on. Um, I don't know who's going to see these movies. <laughs> uh, you know, look, hey, I, I, I really enjoyed Transformers growing up. Uh, it was cool. The toys were cool. The cartoon series was cool. Um, I enjoyed, um, Michael Bay's first couple of movies with Shia LaBeouf. I actually did the first Transformers movies. I, I enjoy quite a bit. I think it's not a half bad movie. You may disagree and, and I enjoy the second one too. You may really disagree and that's fine. But, um, I think at that point in time, I really enjoyed, um, Shia LaBeouf, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, when he is on his acting game, um, I really, really enjoy his movies. I really do. The The Transformers movies, he had a, a movie, I think, that came out in 2007 called Disturbia. Um, I don't really know or remember what the consensus as far as um, the reviews on that movie were, but I enjoyed it. Um, he had a one come out, I think a couple of years ago, the peanut butter Falcon uh, is a really good movie. He was really good in that. Um, so I enjoy Shia LaBeouf and I think he was a big reason why I did enjoy those first couple of transformers movies at this point though. I know that it's kind of gotten run down. I know that these are big you know, budget movies with a lot of explosions and they sort of tend to get generic. Um, I think kids still like them though. They sell toys, and they make a ton of money, and that's why these keep getting made. Um, if you're really excited about this one, let's see who's who's in the cast at this point. Um, Anthony Ramos, Dominique Fishback, the voices of Peter Dinklage and Pete Davidson. Okay, interesting. So they are still getting some some you know big names in these movies. I I'm not. Look, I'm not disparaging anybody that's been in these movies. I, I legitimately haven't seen, like, the last couple of these just because, um, or at least, like, the last one they made because I kind of just checked out after a while. But um, if you're a big fan, you know, that's good. That's great. I hope it's great. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's probably something I am going to avoid. All right, The Flash. This is a June 16th release. Now, this is a movie I am really excited for. Now, full disclosure, I'm not the biggest DC Universe fan. Not the biggest Ezra Miller fan. Um, I I just I didn't love how the DCU has has laid out some of these superheroes. It you just 
I don't know if it's because the MCU has been running right alongside it with it with the production of its movies, but the DCU to me, in large part, has just felt super dull to me in some areas. You know, the Suicide Squad came out the first one, and I watched it and didn't care for it very much. But people, you know, said they didn't like it, and so they made another one. And a lot of people praised it, and oh, this is great. And I'll be honest with you, I thought the second one was worse than the first one. That's just my opinion. I don't apologize for that. That's how I saw it when I saw it. Um, Was it funny in some parts? Sure. Did I think it was crazier and weirder and you know more out there sure yes absolutely just really didn't enjoy it all that much to be honest um so from me just being a fan of the dcu's version version of the flash and being excited for this you know not really but but there's one reason why I'm really excited for this film, and you can call me every name under the book. You can say it's nostalgia. You can run it down any which way you choose to do so. Everybody and their brother wants to be there on opening night to see Michael Keaton back as Batman. It's uh, it's the trailer. <laughs> the, let me tell you how easy it is to get me. The trailer when he shows up, I don't even care about him saying I'm Batman, but the little hints of the uh, the 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 score, the uh, Danny Elfman score from the Batman, the 1989 Batman movie, um, that was enough right there to grab me. That I mean, that just really took me back to being a kid and watching him as Batman. Um, so I'm excited to see what happens. Maybe look, maybe besides the Michael Keaton stuff, this will be really good and really interesting and, you know, I hope it will. But um yeah, I'm excited to see Batman to see Michael Keaton suit up as Batman again. And so for that reason I'm excited for The Flash. Elemental June 16th, uh, that's the same day as The Flash. I'm going to be honest, The Flash is going to crush that movie. Um <laughs> Um, it's not getting a fair shot. Um, uh, elemental. I just don't know much about the, the elemental movie. I saw the trailer for the first time today when I saw the super Mario brothers movie again, it just looks like your typical Pixar movie. I don't, I don't know if it's going to have quite the charm that a lot of them have, but Hey, if that's your thing, go for it. June 30th, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I'm super excited for that. I'm, I'm a big Indiana Jones fan, as you could probably guess. Um, trailers look good. I know that, you know, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came with its, you know, came with its problems. But um, I don't know. I have a feeling about this one. I really think this could be something good. And, um... There's not a whole lot to say about it because I've avoided a lot when it comes to this movie. I really, like I hey, going back to the first topic, I want to go in as fresh and as cold and as blind as I can. So I've only actually seen the one trailer. I will say the um, the de-aged Harrison Ford looks really good. I'm telling you what, we're really starting to nail this de-aging. The best I've seen so far was in Ghostbusters Afterlife with Harold Ramis's de-aging um they couldn't have done that any better i i legitimately did not know if that was somebody in prosthetics or how they did it um but it was super well done super well done and it that movie was like it cost like 75 million dollars to make it's a little shameful that some of these marvel and star wars movies can't get theirs you know in a better state um, although the, the book of Boba Fett, Luke, the Luke, uh, Luke Skywalker de-aging is, it's really good. It is really good there. The Mandalorian wasn't horrible. It was just, yeah, I think a lot of us bought more into it because it was just so awesome being, seeing Luke Skywalker again. The Leia ones in Rise of Skywalker and, uh, Rogue One, they weren't 
anything to write home about. I don't think they were terrible, but, um, you know, that kind of is what it is. But the one in the uh, Indiana Jones trailer, it looks pretty good. I'm, I'm I'm thinking that they're starting to figure this technology out, which is cool. It's also a little scary that, you know, between this and the AI that they're coming up with, um, we're moving into some serious Terminator territory. Um, if anybody develops an AI company called Skynet, I mean, guys, we know what we have to do. Um, moving on from that, Insidious Fear of the Dark, July 7th. I'm actually, has this movie been moved? I don't, alright guys, let me, uh, let me do a little on the spot research here. Let's see, Insidious, Fear the Dark. Okay, I guess it is releasing on, uh. Yeah, it's releasing in, okay. Filming wrapped in August 2022. It's released on July 7th. That surprises me. I haven't heard anything about this. I mean, I, I knew it was coming, but I, I just haven't heard. Yeah, I haven't seen, we haven't seen a trailer, I don't think. Um, so I know Patrick Wilson, Patrick Wilson is directing, obviously. Um, he starred in the first couple of Insidious movies, as well as you'll know him from the Conjuring films. Um, so it'll be interesting. Look, I have said for a long the, the first Insidious movies is when I saw that in theaters. Both me and uh, one of my buddies from college, we saw it when it came out. Um, we, I think, we both stand behind that. That at that time was one of the scariest movies we had ever seen in a in a theater. I mean, we were by ourselves. That movie just had all the right. Um, it pushed all the right buttons. And you got to remember, this was before like all the Conjuring stuff and all the Insidious movies and the Annabelles and the Nuns and all that. So this kind of formulaic approach of jump scare, jump scare, jump scare, we really didn't know that was the formula at that time. It was still new, so you weren't really expecting it going in. And it was, and I think a better word more than scary is just creepy. That movie is creepy. Um and I remember the second one, but to be honest, I don't, I think I saw the the third one and the fourth one. I don't remember anything at all about. I, well, I I don't know. I don't remember. Um. So I, you know, I I'll see this one. Um, who knows? I like Patrick Wilson as an actor. We'll see what he can do behind a camera. Um, but I don't. I don't. I haven't got a lot of opportunity to talk horror movies on on here. So. That's uh, there's always a little bit of enjoyment in that. Mission Impossible: uh, Dead Reckoning Part One. That's scheduled for a July 14th release. Um, yeah. Listen, I like Tom Cruise a lot. You know, I'm a huge Top Gun fan. I'm a huge fan of a lot of his movies, whether it be, like I said, the Top Gun franchise, whether it be uh, Rain Man, whether it be uh, Cocktail, whether it be. Uh, whatever i mean just the other night we were watching um days of thunder which is another great you know tom cruise movie i'm a huge fan of tom cruise you know he was uh, the heartthrob of or one of the heartthrobs of the 80s and he's just kept working all these years i know that he's got his personal hold-ups with people and all the scientology stuff i know but um i'm a big tom cruise fan just have never been the biggest Mission Impossible fan. It's kind of in the same vein for me as James Bond, and I've just never been able to get into James Bond. Um, the spy movies just really haven't done it for me. Now, I'll, I'll be honest, I have seen bits and pieces of some of the last few Mission Impossibles, and they do look good. So I may actually turn the tables on myself here and go back and watch all of these because, uh, you know, I know that. I know that Tom Cruise puts a lot of work into these movies, and I know that from what I've heard, they're they're all quality movies, and um, you know they're just big action movies. It's not anything you know um, groundbreaking, except for all the stunt work that's done on them. But um, who knows? It, it, I'm sure it will be good. Um, I may have to I may have to turn this around and, and check these movies out. July 21st, Barbie. Um, 
I know that there's a lot of people really excited about this. I, I just don't. I, maybe I'm missing something. I just don't get it with this movie. I don't get it. I thought it was going to be like a more adult-centric version of Barbie, and maybe it will be, but the trailer that came out did not really indicate that to me whatsoever. It just felt like they were bringing the toy to life. Um, I, I, just, I don't know. I don't know about this one. I really like Ryan Gosling a lot. I'll see just about anything Ryan Gosling's in because I... There's been so many movies of his, just like kind of like Tom Cruise, that have just been really well-made movies, in my opinion, uh, that I've really enjoyed. And I've always liked the characters that he's played, so there's just something about him that I'm drawn to as an actor, and uh, you know I appreciate. So, But will I see this one? Probably. I don't know that this will be a theater thing, but I probably will see it. I am, um, I am excited for Oppenheimer which is uh, scheduled for a July 21st released. Uh, release. This is a, a Christopher Nolan movie. It's about the uh, the Manhattan Project, for those of you who don't know. If you haven't seen the trailer, it does look really good. Um, you know, I know that they've made a big deal out of uh, uh, the plot of this, but also that, like, Nolan, you know, he's shooting this, uh, or he, he shot this with a combination of, like, IMAX and 65-millimeter film. You know, Christopher Nolan's, he's always one of those, um, he's trying to, ch- he's always kind of trying to change the game and do something groundbreaking, which I can appreciate, you know. Um, but just the story alone, for me, is kind of, you know, the Manhattan Project and all that. I, I'm, I'm kind of really intrigued by this story. Um, you know, uh, I think that... Um, I think this could be, let's see what what else comes out that week. So Barbie comes out that weekend. So this movie probably won't do as well as, um, as I'm sure Christopher Nolan hoped, because I have a feeling that Barbie movie is going to do some, some damage there. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited for it. Uh, the Marvels, July 28th. Uh, so this is, I know this is like a sequel to Captain Marvel. Uh, as well as like the, it's following up on the Disney Plus series, the the Miss Marvel series. Um, we'll see. I you know, I, this really has less to do with uh, this movie than just Marvel as a whole. But I'm like I said, I'm just kind of, I'm almost kind of checking out on these movies. I know I said I was excited for Guardians, but that's really just to tie up some of the storylines. Um. We'll see. As this movie gets closer, and I see some more, some more, um, excuse me, some more, uh, you know, trailers or whatever, I may get a little bit more excited for it. But, um, like I said, we'll see. Um, the Meg Two has an August fourth release. I I enjoyed the first Meg. I think that uh, you know these some of these Statham movies have been sort of over the top and um this is no stranger to that um i there's not much out there about this movie so I, there's not really much to say i'll see this movie i'm pretty sure i like shark movies you know i'm a big fan of jaws it's it's you know not to say this is going to be jaws but um i did enjoy the first one i believe um Who was, let's see, the cast. I remember there being some prominent uh, cast members in that movie. Gosh, that movie's been out for five years. That's crazy. Um, Rain Wilson, yeah. Rain Wilson, Jessica McNamee, Ruby Rose. Yeah, so there were some names in that movie. I do remember that. I just don't remember a ton about the movie, but um, that's just crazy. That's been out for five years. I don't remember it being that long but anyway um we'll see uh, we'll see i think that um i think that i think that it's got potential to grab a few dollars at the box office but i just don't know I and mean, there's nothing coming out big that's ar- around you know the same weekend as this movie but um we'll see 
Haunted Mansion, August 11th. Uh, I saw the trailer for the. It, it looks okay, but um, some of the jokes in the trailer, I, I just... It kind of just felt like one of those movies that's going to come and go. Um, Rosario, Rosario Dawson. I'm trying to remember who else is in this. Oh, Jared Leto's in this movie? I did not know that. I knew Owen, Owen Wilson's in it. Danny DeVito. Winona Ryder. And Jamie Lee Curtis. Wow. There are some names in this movie. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I would... Full disclosure, I haven't been to Disney World uh, since 1997. I mean, I, I I just have no real ties to the haunted, the actual haunted mansion. Y- yes, I saw the movie that came out in 2003 when it came out with Eddie Murphy, but I, you know, I just don't. Um, I don't know. I've seen some people excited for this, but I just don't know that I have that same level of excitement. Um, Blue Beetle. I'm gonna tell you right now. I just don't have much interest in it. Um, I know that I'm saying that about a lot of these movies. Okay, and to be fair, some of them I don't think a lot of people in general have excitement for. But um, yeah, that's an August 18th release. I don't know if it's for me. It's just kind of I'm I'm getting the superhero fatigue. I think I really am. I really am. Um, maybe that'll kick back in, but we'll see. I'm skipping over a lot here. Dune part two, that's November 3rd. I, you know, I saw the first one. I enjoyed it. I I didn't have the response that a lot of people have where they absolutely fell in love with it. So we'll, we will see, but, um, we'll see. I know that there's a lot of people who are in love with that movie and, and so, We'll, we'll we'll probably talk more about it as we get closer to it. Uh, Wonka, that's a December fifteenth release. Um, uh, okay, so the Wonka movie. I, I mean, how much do we really know about this movie? I know Til- Timothy Chalamet's in it and portraying Wonka. Um, I know it's a Willy Wonka origin story, which doesn't seem all that interesting, to be honest. But, again, you never know. I know that I think Ghostbusters 4 is scheduled to come out. Ghostbusters 4 is not going to come out in December. I'll just tell you right now, that's going to get pushed back. They're filming the movie right now. Um, I know that you've got Aquaman scheduled to come out on December 25th. I thought I heard that that movie was going to be pushed back. So... Who knows? So, guys, this article's a couple months old. Some of these could have been pushed back by now. I don't know for sure. But that's kind of the look through um, the movie scheduled to come out this year for the rest of the year. I don't mean to be down on so many of those movies. I I just, while I am a movie fan, um, some of those just... Don't grab me initially the way they grab other people. That's not to say that I couldn't become a huge fan by the time the movie comes out. And after I see it, um, I'm always entitled to change my opinion based on new information. So um, what I say today is not completely set in stone. There could be something announced tomorrow. A trailer could come out. Some information get released. um, Or I could just see the movie, in my opinion, is completely different than what I thought it would be. Um, I reserve the right to to have that stance. So um, we will see. There's a handful in there that I'm really excited for. Um, I would like to at some point, maybe in the fall or as we get into early winter, I would I would like to take a look at 2024. Similarly, 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 I, I cannot ever say that word to how I did a couple of years ago. Um, when we took a look at, uh, I think last year's movies. So yeah, I think it'll be fun to do that and get a jump on 2024 and what we got coming out. Um, so yeah, guys, Hey, that's a look. 
It's a Saturday. Well, for me, it's a Saturday night. You listening, it's not going to be. It's a Sunday night or whatever night you're listening to this. And so I just gave you about an hour's worth of topics to think over. Um, something fun for me to talk about. A few things that are fun for me to talk about. I'll be back with you next week. We're going to do a movie review. I do not know what movie we're going to review. Could be a new one. Could be a classic. I will post it on the socials so you guys will get a heads up on it. But make sure you give the podcast a follow as well wherever you're listening. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Amazon Music. Um, I think that's about it, I uh, believe. But um, either way, we're available on multiple platforms. So check us out on anyone uh, that you enjoy listening to. Like I said at the beginning, check us out on our social media pages, Facebook. We're on uh, Twitter, Ticket Stubs, and Cassette Tapes. You'll see our logo there. Give us a follow, and that's the best way to keep up with what we have going on. All right, guys, this has been Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes. I am Andy, and we'll see you later.